For a while now, we've been asking fellow cash chasers to submit their questions to the show, and we would start answering them right here on the podcast. So this week's listener question sparked a whole episode about mixed whiskey drinks, well whiskeys, and the good old ice or no ice debate. So pour a dram and settle in. This is the Cash Chasers Podcast. everybody welcome to the cash chasers podcast thanks for joining us this week we love having you here as always uh we have uh mr bobby bird in the studio hello and mr aaron pross hey guys and i'm scott well thank you for joining us this week and we have a great show lined up for you so a while ago we put up a post asking for listeners to submit their questions and you know when we started this we wanted this to be an interactive podcast right guys and so it's not just us talking to you we want to listen to you guys we want to hear from you and uh See what you guys want to know. What do you want us to talk about? So we figured we would kick off this particular episode with a listener question and see where it goes. How's I, that? I like it. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I, like I wish we had talked about it beforehand. Yeah, we no. should have. We should have done some prep. These work. are kind of being we shotgun. We sat here us. for twenty minutes. Yeah. So I actually <laughs> kept all this hidden from Bobby and Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We sat here for like twenty minutes. <laughs> we, we wasted precious time. Five. You know, do you know how much uh, how how much better this podcast would be if we actually did? Prep work. Five <laughs> seconds before you said action, we were like, I said, what is this show about? <laughs> anyway, so we have a question. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, there is a question. All right. All right. So let's get to it. So our first question on the show comes from Jessica Flores. And Jessica was asking, what whiskeys do you recommend for mixed drinks that you wouldn't drink on your own? Gotcha. I, mm. So on its own, I guess. is Yeah. I'll yeah. drink any whiskey on my own. <laughs> all right so that is a really good question i me personally there are there's a lot of crossover there yeah there are there are whiskeys i would drink on their own and in a mixed drink there's whiskeys that i absolutely won't put into a mixed drink i don't know if that's just me being uppity and being like oh i won't make a mixed drink out of this and then there's whiskeys that i Every once in a while, you get a whiskey. Maybe it's gifted to you. Maybe you're trying something new, and you just don't love it. And then you decide. But you don't. We're not ones that waste it by pouring it down. A right. Drain right. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I, I mean, guess this is a. There can be two parts to this, which I think Aaron was alluding to. Is is you know there are some whiskeys that are. I, I think they're just meant. I can for shotgun mixers. two right now. Right. <laughs> so first part of it, mm -hmm. Jameson Castmates. Yeah. I love that whiskey by itself. Absolutely. It is amazing in Coke. Right. Um, hmm. It just it tastes like a Coke float. It's just ah, creamy. Sure. It's yeah. delicious. Right. The, which uh, which Castmates? Yeah, yeah, I was gonna the, say um, the stout really is the, the one to go okay, to. Yeah. The IPA is pretty good in a Coke mm -hmm, too. The mm -hmm. stout is the, yeah, is the I can main see one. That. Jack Daniels. We did a show on it. I don't drink. I like a Jack and Coke. Yeah, sure. I really do. Sure. Something about it works. It's I, just classic. Yeah, you yeah, know it, what I mean? it tastes like a high school reunion. It I, does. <laughs> it really. This reminds me of sin. Yeah. <laughs> I've mentioned this on a previous episode, I think, but my dad used to order Jack and Gingers. Right before ever... he would come into your room and smack <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was so always he hates, irate. <laughs> he hates Jack and Gingers. <laughs> my middle name is Jack, by the way. Um, <laughs> um, but Jack and Ginger, Ginger Ale is actually a really good mixer if you haven't, um, if you haven't tried it before. Mountain Dew. I have yet to have a drink with Mountain Dew. Mountain mm. Dew was, I learned this from 
um, Alex White, uh, one of our cast chasers in the group, he actually told me he's a big Mountain Dew guy. He worked for Pepsi, and he he was like, Mountain Dew was created as a mixer for um, mm. moonshine and for whiskey. And I said, nah, because I think I know everything. Then right. I researched it, <laughs> and uh, it, it was, it, which is cool. Right. But I've yet to have a drink mixed with Mountain Dew. Yeah, I mean, it's less about what we're mixing, I think. And her question is more about. I've I've heard I've heard Mount, the Mountain. This this episode is Mountain Dew. Um, I, I've heard <laughs> this about, episode is brought to you by Mountain Dew. <laughs> I've I've heard that a couple times over the past several years, and I've always been like, oh, maybe I should try it with whiskey or with moonshine or something. I just never have gotten around to it. But I have I have heard about that. Um, Rye whiskeys. Rye whiskeys are mixers for me. Yeah, most of them. Most yeah, of them are the best old fashioned is a cheap rye whiskey. Okay, and I agree with you on that. No, and absolutely. So I personally, when I'm making old, oh, and we're what? What are we drinking? We're drinking old fashions the right best now, guys. Old fashions, the best, the best old yeah. fashions made by someone in house. Yeah, that's right. Aaron does yeah. make a sick old. He does. He does. You, uh, Thanks, guys. So specifically, what we're drinking today is Christina's old fashioned. Mm. Um, this is so uh, my wife Christina. Um, has a very particular old fashioned that that she uh, she likes to have. It's made with a Basil Hayden's dark rye, which isn't a cheap rye necessarily, inexpensive. Um, and it, it it is it's also one that I would drink on its own. And for those of you that don't know, I'm not a real big. I'm not real big on rye. Rye isn't really my thing. Um, but Basil Hayden's dark rye. It's a it's a combination of it, it starts with a Kentucky rye. Um, and then they also blend a Canadian rye in there from Alberta Distillery, which is where a lot of distillers are getting their their rye bases. And then it's actually blended with port. So it's not just like a port barrel finish or a port barrel age. Yeah, they blend it with a little bit of port. And I think it's finished at uh, 40% ABV. So, you know, you can still call it a whiskey. I didn't bring the bottle down with me. Yeah, so 40% ABV. Um, really cool bottle. So we know I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. this was actually the first rye that I tasted that I really did enjoy on its own without other things. So this is, this is Basil Hayden's dark rye. I use, um, simple syrup in it. A lot of people would, you know, call that sacrilege, you know, you have to muddle a sugar cube or something <laughs> like that. And I mean, it, uh, I think homemade simple syrup, you make homemade. I, yeah. I think so that's I make, pretty, I, I make my yeah. own simple syrup. Um, but it's, uh, there is something to you know muddling the sugar cube mm. with your with your bitters. This is just plain. Uh, I want I want you to work muddling into <laughs> muddling into every <laughs> more time. You, you have a it. special muddler. Um, oh, so here's the bottle that I that our I assistant actually, brought us. That, that our, our beautiful that our, assistant, our lovely assistant, brought us. Dana's here with us today. Um, I and like, uh, I feel like Dana should say hi. Dana, come say hi to all the folks. You have to now. We can't edit it out. <laughs> While Dana's coming over here to say hi. So I, Christi, Christina likes it with a cherry in it. Um, I think both of you guys have it with a cherry in it. Generally speaking, um, I don't have my old-fashioned with a cherry in it, and Dana's going to awkwardly Dana, say hi in the middle of my sentence. Well, let me ask you, Dana, what is your favorite? How do you like your old-fashioned? The way Aaron makes it. That's, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> and hi. I'm just here for the whiskey. There you go. <laughs> I love um, her. But, Dana, will you marry me? Right on the radio. Wow. That's right. I mean, wow. we've been married, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> do it again. Maybe don't ask now. <laughs> will you stay married to me? <laughs> Dana, will you not make this the end of this? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I use the Basil Hayden's Dark. I use homemade simple syrup. Um, and aside from that, it's pretty it's pretty basic. The, the one that you guys are drinking today is just plain uh, aromatic bitters, Angostura bitters. I've got a couple different ones at home. Um, one that I just got is like a... It's like a habanero something bitters. Gross. And that's, mm. I mean, that's got to be. I like it. 
Um, that's like I love like one arrow. dropper. Yeah, one I like them, but I don't know if that would. I guess yeah. Maybe. Uh, well, and I, it's it's not as powerful as I thought yeah. it was going to be when I bought it. Well, I've been trying. I've been starting to experiment a little bit with the well, learning a little bit about the bitters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess Angostura is the the main go to, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, and that's it, just that's just a that's just a brand too. So they're oh, okay. just their their regular aromatic bitters is the one that like every recipe calls like for buffalo i think a lot of distilleries have their own bitter too. yes they do yes. Create, That's, you know I was just getting ready to yeah. bring that up so real quick while he's looking up stuff to the to the main question i think mixing a drink does two things mm-hmm. a you're doing the vodka method where you're just trying to make that thing alcoholic sure right right and then two sometimes a mixed drink one of the reasons i really love an old-fashioned you're enhancing how good the whiskey is. Right. So right. sometimes it's not just about, me- you know, we have crappy whiskeys that mm-hmm. we're just like, I can't mm-hmm. palate this. I'm right. Gonna mix it. And, and that's, that, that's more the ones that you're mi- mixing with a soda, whether that's Coke right, or like right. a ginger ale or something like that. But there's some whiskeys that are good whiskeys that mm-hmm. something in there with it enhances. It, it, it. elevates. Like it a, a you, bit. you treat it like an ingredient. Yeah. 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 Uh, like so, a, a quality ingredient. So like the, the Basil Hayden's Dark Rye, that's one that I would recommend to drink on its own or put it um, as part of a mixed drink. Um, but, when, when we talk about when we talk about mixed drinks versus um, versus uh, drinking it on its own, there's different types of mix. So like an old fashioned, I don't, you don't want a crappy whiskey in that. Yeah, you know, like you want you want something that does taste good on its own, but it can elevate that cheap rye. If you go to a bar and order a drink and you don't specify what you want, they're going to give you a well whiskey, which mm-hmm. is like the bottom shelf whiskey. Right, right. Some whiskey, uh, I think. I think it's monkey shoulder. I have no computer in front of me, so I can't. I'm just guessing. I think this is true. Monkey shoulders website actually they they market it yeah. as a mixer. Yeah, Mar- to mix uh, yeah. to mix with. Yeah, monkey and shoulder it's does fantastic itself. Yep. by itself. Yep, exactly. So yeah, monkey so. shoulder markets itself. There, there's a couple that market themselves. And it's a cheap whiskey mm. as a, a blend, a cheap blend. Yeah, as a um, as a, a mixer, monkey shoulder is one of them. That's oh, so um, good. It is good. So I, I just picked up a, a, a some. I, I was. I don't have a lot of Irish whiskey at home, and I ran out, so I went out and I grabbed a, an Irish whiskey that I've never seen before for like twenty bucks, and I was like, "Yeah, let me try this." Yeah. And on there, it was like great for mixing. Also, enjoy it um, on its own, but like the first thing it said was for mixing. Sure, but I always recommend try everything on its own. Yeah, um, you, it yeah. looks like Woodford Reserve. You pulled up, yeah, yeah, chocolate bitters. Woodford like Reserve is coming out with has come out with their own line of bitters, and is they that, have a how many a five. There's a five pack for twenty five bucks. For twenty five bucks, that's yeah. fantastic. Twenty six seventy two. Twenty six seventy two. Well, you'll see bit. You'll see one bottle of bitters for like nineteen <laughs> bucks. Yeah. So um, oh, that's why this is in my cart. There's a. <laughs> there's a. Um, there's one one company that makes an Earl Grey bitters, so like Earl Grey tea, and I've I've had an old fashioned made with that, and it's fantastic. But Earl Grey bitters, you're gonna pay. I've, I I can't find it anywhere physically. First of all, and then you go on Amazon or anywhere online. How do you make a like, bitter? How do you make bitters? I don't know. I'll straight up say I don't know. <laughs> I no, Anyone I, know? I know. I know it's alcoholic. There's but the I don't limit. Know how to make it? There, There's th- the limit. That's that's. Well, I'm, I, I'm assuming it's brewed and created. I'm assuming it's made. Uh, yeah, I think <laughs> I think probably it's made. So um, to answer your question, it's not on the uh, periodic table of the uh, elements. So. Dump cheap whiskeys you don't want to drink into a mixer to cover it up. I think is our consensus here, and sometimes a good whiskey is just nice. Right. And, I, what I now I'll tell you what I and I uh-huh. know you're the same way. I'm not spending a hundred dollars on a bottle of whiskey and mixing it. Right. Right. And and that that's that's my thing opinion. That's never, so it's never crossed my mind. To, no. Right. <laughs> but so there's like people this, that do and they swear by it. You know. Right. You know. And and that's I I had a um I I had a buddy the other day. He ordered a he ordered a um 
Long Island iced tea. And the the server said, you know, top shelf or bottom shelf. And he was like, really? top shelf. And I was like, what? Wow. Punch you in the face. I, <laughs> so like, again, I mean, again, the, we don't judge people here. Exactly. Sometimes a top shelf whiskey is... So Dana mouthed, and she didn't want me to say that. She just mouthed to me, Costco. I think she mm. wants to go to Costco after this. Now, Kirkland Brand, who makes, in my opinion, a really good... Um, they source a really good whiskey. A really good scotch and a really yeah, good blended. Yeah. I've had their bigger than Dana. This bottle is massive. So for twenty bucks, you can get three hundred gallons of Costco. Of how Kirkland big is whiskey. that? How, how? What's the? Is it this is, uh, two liters? This is one point seven five liters. There it is. Why does the it look point. so much bigger than most one? Yeah, because the Glimmer Ng like doesn't isn't that big. Why is the bottle so big? I don't know, but this was thirty dollars. I think. I think for a twelve year blended yeah. blended right yeah. Scotch whiskey, and it's not. Bad. And I'd I, mix with that. I think for perspective, we should have a picture of Dana holding this. <laughs> Dana's five foot nothing, and so is the bottle. Yeah. It comes up to Dana's yeah, elbow. That's a big bottle. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> that cracked the table. Oh, that's right. Yep. We're going to finish that by the end of there's, the there's, Yeah, before our guests go. <laughs> yeah, right. But, and that, that's a that's a good point too. A lot of your, a lot of your, um, like. Uh, Kirkland brand from Costco. BJ's actually just started coming out with its own yeah. label as well. Trader um, Joe's, but I don't think we can get it around here. No, I don't think uh, we can. Yeah. But uh, like a a lot of these, a lot of these. F- first of all, they're they're sourcing from legitimate distilleries you've heard of. You know, they're they're not just you know they're not just coming up with their own stuff. Well, I think Kirkland comes from Murray, right? I believe so. Yeah. Um, but so they're they're usually. Alexander Murray, yeah. Either a blend or um, a single malt from a distillery you've heard of. They're not always going to say it. In fact, generally, they're not going to say it on there. But they're always decent. We didn't answer her question at all. No. And that's where we're going to end. Somewhere in there is (laughs) the answer. That's all right. So don't drink whiskey is what we're saying. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Real quick, because you asked about how to make bitters. I just pulled up a a really quick recipe. This is probably one of many ways. But... It's uh, two cups grain alcohol, a teaspoon of dry, dried orange peel, some uh, cardamom. Cardamom? Cardamom. Jeez. Coriander. It says cardamom. It does. It, that's, what, that's how it's spelled. Oh, it okay. I thought, saying, <laughs> I thought I said it wrong. <laughs> you <laughs> didn't say it right. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boy, Coriander. some letters on that one. Good. <laughs> Coriander, caraway, right. and uh, water, sugar. That's Pretty it. Pretty straightforward. And then do you, what do you do? You boil it? I think you Let's just put it in a bottle. I think you just put all of that in a bottle. And you mix it up. Mix really? it. <laughs> no, infused. I'm just it's. I see the word infused down infused. there. Infused. Just scroll down real quick. I'll read the. I'll read the. Uh, Follow us more for infuse, ingredients. Infuse. Infuse. Keep going. Because you're not doing anything yet. Caramelized sugar for the sweetener. So you're heating that. So this is one uh, of those oh, ingredients okay. so where you got to read. And then the sh- you caramelize the sugar and mix you it fuse, all together. You fuse, you caramelize, <laughs> you mix. This is that when you look up an ingredient like a like a uh, cookbook or you Google how to make something and you have to read a dissertation and their autobiography yes. before you get to the. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what this Growing is. Growing up yeah. in Vermont, I always loved the uh, smell of. So I microwave the yams or not? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have you guys ever wondered what it would be like to hop in an RV, road trip around the continent, and sample some of the best whiskey along the way? If you've dreamed about it, but that goal is just out of reach, we have a great alternative for you. Fellow Cash Chaser and friend of the Cash Chasers podcast, Nate Woodruff, has embarked on a North American road trip, Whiskey with a View. Along with his four-legged sidekick, Sky, Nate is road tripping around North America in search of awe-inspiring views and hidden whiskey gems. 
The most exciting thing is, you can follow along for the adventure. Nate and Sky will be documenting their travels in hopes to both inspire and entertain, but they can use our help. They're offering seven different ways you can follow along and support the cause with special perks at each level. Proceeds for each tier go directly to the trip expenses only, and here's the best part. At the end of each month, all leftover money goes directly to charity. If you want to follow Nate and his travels, head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash whiskey with a view and browse all of the available options or just learn a little bit more about the adventure. Once again, that's www.patreon.com forward slash whiskey with a view or on Instagram at whiskey with a view. Whiskey you mix into a drink. I, the first thing I, that comes to my mind is is Johnny Walker Red Label. Sure. Yeah. Well, that, and that's what you're going to find a lot of restaurants using is something, exactly. something like that. That's One of that your well, shelf well whiskey. Yeah. And it, it, a, a, lot of, a lot of whiskey mixed drinks specifically are going to lend themselves a little bit more towards not uber bottom shelf stuff, I think. Like an old fashioned, you don't, for the most part, you don't want to make that. You want to taste the burr. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But it, again, it, it is it is going to elevate some some other whiskeys. And yeah. I know we're speaking in like real generalities. We're not throwing you know like specific brands out a lot. But that's because you you, you got to taste what you what you like. What I would say is if you get an inexpensive whiskey, some, sometimes I'll just see an inexpensive whiskey and I'll buy it. I'll be like fifteen bucks, twenty bucks. How bad could it be? How mm. good could it be? And I'll buy it and I'll try it. Sometimes I'll love it on its own. Neat that sort of thing. Sometimes I won't, and I'll yeah. be like, well, you know what? Let me make an old-fashioned out of it. Let me make a Manhattan out of it. Let me try one of these things, and maybe I'll really like it in that, in which case it's really a find because you can make a fantastic old-fashioned or Manhattan or whatever out of this whiskey that you really just can't muscle yeah. down on its own. I had a, I had an old-fashioned with Evan Williams, uh-huh. and I asked for a second old-fashioned with Knob Creek, and... I had two more after that. I stuck with the Knob Creek. Yeah, it yeah. Just, it was just better. Yeah, and, 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 and it's still inexpensive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, they charged me seventy four dollars. Right, right. But it was a bar. But to make but, it at home. Um. So the, and back to so, it took it actually took a long time for us to be able to circle circle back around to Christina liking the Basil Hayden's dark rye in her old fashioned, and actually mm. she re- she prefers the Basil Hayden's uh, Caribbean Reserve rye. Um, which is like a limited, limited edition, whatever. So it's gotten harder to find now. But the Basil Hayden's Dark Rye, you can usually find it somewhere between thirty-five and fifty bucks. So I mean, it's not like a super cheap rye. Um, and honestly, a lot of people hate on Basil Hayden's because for the they're they are blending things into it aside from whiskey. Yeah, you know. But I I uh, like it. Scott just handed me a bottle. That I drank from the bottle uh, class. <laughs> it's a Duncan Taylor. It's a blended whiskey. They gave themselves five stars right there on the bottle. <laughs> it says five stars. Modest. Mm. So um, since 1938, they've been punishing people. So I just took a sip of this. <laughs> We're not being snobbish. It, it's 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 not my favorite. That would be a good mixer. That's exactly why I pulled it out because this was one that uh, I, I that caught my eye. It probably was an end cap, and love it. It was I, I maybe. Yeah, 20, 25 bucks, probably less than that. So I bought it, uh, blended scotch. At the very least, I had a, I could have a good mixer out of it. it. It's, it's awful on its own. I'll just come out and say it. It's, yeah. it's not. It's, good. it's just at first you're like, oh, whis- I, I can tell it's scotch. Yeah, like you know it's scotch, yeah. and then it just stops being anything. Yeah, uh, usually, usually I can. I'm, I'm pretty lenient on, <laughs> on whiskeys. I don't go too much. 
This one's not that great. I'm not even noting that in my notebook. Yeah, don't. <laughs> um, but but go, Basil Hayden's the the Dark Rye is one where it's a unique. It, it is the unique case that that is that's a great standalone rye whiskey. Um, but it also makes fantastic mixed drinks. Yeah, it, yeah. The Duncan Taylor just stops. Uh, but the dark rye makes fantastic mixed drinks because it is that's a, uh, it has such a unique rye flavor to it. But I I, I do like rye, uh, and this one in particular is fantastic on its own. I don't so. want to cut you off, Scott, but the clock I got to do this real quick. We just want to thank our ta- our uh, our sponsor Duncan Taylor for <laughs> <laughs> supporting this podcast and try their blended five star reviewed Scotch today. That's right. We paid Duncan Taylor. Um, they paid us. That's right. And money that's no good anymore. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we sold off one of our stars just for your sponsorship. You know what? And I'll, I, I, I hate to be like this, but um, Irish whiskey, for the most part, I blend it. There's a couple that I'll drink on their own. I'm but, like that with Canadian but whiskeys. For the, uh, Canadian whiskeys, too. Yeah, yeah. Canadian. For the most part, I'm, ble- I'm blending Irish and Canadian. People yeah. got hot when I... So we had an episode where I said... You said, what whiskey do I want to try from elsewhere? And I said, I want a Canadian I can get behind. Yeah. And people have been and you meant blowing whiskey. me. Whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A Canadian person. No, no, there's great people. We love our Canadian members. Um, I think you're digging a bigger hole. I know, I know. But I was thrown. I got a lot of 19 messages. 19 minutes, about, 26 seconds. Sorry, I'm just marking this. <laughs> like, deletes. I'm going to back away from the microphone. <laughs> no, but you did, though. You, you got a lot of pushback when you said, you know, you'd like to get a Canadian whiskey that you could stand behind. And I, it was uh, the same whiskey everybody told me to try. Right, and right. No one said. Well, what what uh, what I'll say is after after that episode, a couple of um a couple of the 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 Canadians um a couple of the Canadians a couple of the folks in Canadian whiskey club and that sort of thing, friends of ours, yeah, reached reached out to me and were like, hey, you need to try this, 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 and this. And it's just not and stuff we, have we can it, get here. And we won't. It, no, but it's not stuff we can get here. Yeah, that's and that, that's sort of part of what I was. Well, we can get the was, lot. We can get that. I mean, we can. There's yeah, a lot forty. Yeah, we yeah, can. Yeah. But the um, he gave me a list of four or five different things, and I, I reached out to I reached out to Amrish, a couple of other people that uh, that we know that do um, you know sales and marketing for liquor stores, distributors, that sort of thing, and they're like, no, we can't get that. We, we just we just don't get it in the states. So there were literally three or four. That they were like, try this one, this one, this one, and this one. But and just, we can't get them in the states. So that that's basically what I was saying yeah. is, can I I believe you? I believe everyone that there are decent Canadian whiskeys Absolutely. out there. They just don't make it down here. So and, far, what we're getting is great mixers at, at, because they're so. To me, they're so sweet that yeah. they, that's why yeah. they make yeah. great mixers. We're kind mm-hmm. of flat. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. are flat. But the, yeah, I feel like a lot of the ones that I've had are have some maple influence that just can overtakes it, the can, um, but, Canadian whiskeys with like. Ginger ale is pretty good. Yes, mm. yes. Yeah. So the the moral of the story is if 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 you're in Canada and there's a great whiskey that you like, you're gonna have to bring it to us. Well, I have <laughs> I have found one. Uh oh. Okay. I have found one that I actually is it really Duncan enjoyed. Taylor five star blend. It turns <laughs> out <laughs> it's this one. Hold on, Glen Breton. Ooh, it's called Battle, Battle of the Glen. It's 15 years. Why is it called Glen? I don't it's know. Canadian, a big Canadian upside a down dude, leaf. It's a dude named Glenn. Forty three percent alcohol. Yeah. Okay. If Canadian single malt. Uh, I had just a, so you people know, we're looking at a picture of it. We're yes, not looking no at the taste bottle. Yeah, happening yeah. here. Um, but I, I had a friend who had this, this bottle in his collection. He was uh, kind enough to share uh, a drink with me, and this one is very good. Hmm. 
15 so much years. So, so much so I had to take a picture of it just so I could remember to to bring it up right now. Yeah, that's <laughs> fantastic. It was it was it's one of the few it's the only Canadian whiskey I've had so far that I really enjoyed. Oh, well, there we go. So somebody should send it to us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ser- that would be Glenn Breton, Battle of the Glen, 15 years, please. Not to be confused with Duncan Taylor, five stars. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Blended Scotch whiskey. <laughs> Find it at your local Total Wine. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I mean, at, at, at the end of the day, we just can't. And honestly, guys, if if, if you have a Canadian whiskey, whiskey, a Canadian whiskey. Staying that in. Love, that's right. Um, a Canadian whiskey that you that you love, we, we can't, we can't find them here. And yeah. when people say try this one, this one, this one, I've got it. I've got. Um, I was talking with Travis Watt from Edmonton Scotch Club, and he he said some Canadian whiskeys to try. Lot forty cask strength, which I've had. Lot forty rye, right. I've never had. Lot forty cask strength. He says two brewers single malt, which can't find around here, and Shelter Point Distillery around here for because listen, we're in Canada, Australia, and a few other places now. So around here is East Coast, <laughs> yeah, not yeah, USA. We're, we're, we're we got to be, be careful with that now. Like true. Cent- central, Central East Coast, USA, Delaware, Maryland, Jersey, PA. That area, we're ju- we we can't get those things here. So there's actually love to try. It's amazing to me that we can't because of the the proximity to us. Well, so Jersey, I'm. I think you told me that. Mm-hmm. There's some places that it's easy to get stuff mailed to, but... Some yeah, you things... can mail stuff to Jersey. Yeah. Jer- Jersey, you can order right. liquor and have it shipped to Alcohol you. laws right. here, yeah. and especially in Delaware. But yeah, Delaware, Maryland, you're not, you, you can't have liquor shipped to you. Yep. But I mean, I, if it was going to be mailed to us, that's one thing. The <laughs> ATF is listening, so we can't. <laughs> it just, just from pure distribution alone, though, it's amazing to me that we can't get any of that good stuff from sheer proximity to Canada right, down here, right. but we get all of these things from Wales and Scotland and India. It's politi- It's border I know stuff, it is, yeah. but it's just amazing to me. Of all the things we get from around the world, uh, Tasmania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but uh, we we um, we can't get anything from Canada. It's just a, that's that's crazy to me. Any other questions? Well, <laughs> listen. So the so question we're not was, live. We're yeah. not, people aren't just going <laughs> to people, people, people. <laughs> well, so just to just to sum up, right? The question was, what do you recommend for mixed drinks that you wouldn't? So what what's the one go to for a mixed drink? What's your one go to? I would say mine is either mine's probably the Johnny Walker Red Label. Mixed drink go to. Hmm, that's a good one. Le- Ye- Jameson cast makes probably, but I like that on its yeah. own. Yeah, I'm trying to think of one I don't like on its own that I want to mix, and mm. that I don't really stock my cabinet mm. with things I don't like by by themselves. Well, speaking of Jameson, by the way, did you know that coming out with a third now, the mm. Caskmate, they're coming out with cold brew. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah. I did see yeah. that too. Yeah, I, I, that's exciting. And I so so there's um there's a a, hand, a handful of mixed drinks I'll make at home, and, and one of them is a, an Irish coffee. And the fact that Jameson is now just releasing a cold brew, um, pre-blended Irish coffee, um, it's that's awesome to me. Um, yeah, I like. I don't even care. Right. Yeah. So this begs the question: since we we are talking mixed drinks, right? Mm-hmm. You, what's your go-to mixed drink? What's your favorite uh, mixed drink of choice? Whiskey, whiskey mixed drink of choice. Old fashioned, hands down. Yeah, I like tasting my whiskey, but I love the bite of orange. I like the sweetness. I like it's cold. It's, sure, you can drink it any time. I'm a sucker for uh, whiskey and ginger ale. 
Sure. A whiskey and Coke, really. I mean, there's classic there, right? That's yeah, kind of yeah, how you absolutely. started. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, me personally, um, a uh, an old fashioned. I really, I really do like drinking it. Um, as we said a couple times, Christina really likes those at home, so yeah. I make those all the time. Um, every once in a while, you know, with our with our monthly tastings, we'll have a, a mixed drink night, and. Um, and what I'll do is, you know, I'm standing there, uh, you know, just whatever, whatever I kind of get here or there, yeah. um, and spending all my time making all these drinks. And, you know, I'm real, I'm real, uh, specific about how I'm making the drinks. And one of my fate, one of my favorite mixed drinks and one of the easiest to do is the Godfather. Yeah. Which Godfather is just scotch and amaretto. Usually it's a, it's a, it's a one-to-one, you yep. know, like ounce of scotch, ounce of amaretto. Uh, what I usually do is I'll do um, one and a half scotch and half amaretto just because all that amaretto makes it a little too sweet sure. for me. But if I'm standing there and I'm bartending, I'm like begging for somebody to order a Godfather just because, you know, I'm making all these old fashions that are, I mean, how, how long was I upstairs when I went and made these old fashioned for you guys? Yeah. About a month. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> like, so like old fashioned. Um, and you got to be real specific with all of them. You know, these ones are shaken. These ones are stirred. These ones are this. And with a, with an, with a, uh, Godfather, you literally, you put ice in the cup, you dump in the scotch, and then you dump in the God, the, the Godfather, the Amaretto, and you don't even have to mix it. So Godfather is really good. Um, if, in fact, I would recommend a Godfather for somebody that, thinks they don't like scotch maybe maybe a bourbon drinker yeah, and this sweetness. is a su- this is a subject we always come back to how do we get bourbon people to like scotch <laughs> um but uh for a bourbon drinker that thinks they don't like scotch try try a godfather it's the sweetness. easiest it, it's the easiest thing to make it's super sweet yeah. and like i said i would start with a <clears throat> with a three to one ratio three parts three parts uh scotch one part one part uh amaretto yeah. And go from there. When, and then you just kind of wean yourself off of it. And soon enough, you're liking scotch. When we did our Cast Chasers uh, Dramps for Famines event, we had uh, the, it was one of our go to uh, mixed drinks was the Godfather. Uh, and, and you're right. The sweetness cuts through and helps uh, take away some of that, that bite that it has. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, that is a great mixed drink. My favorite go to is a Sazerac. Yeah. Sazeracs are just amazing to me. And, and so, the, if you can get your hand on the absinthe, Right, you can you can do it on your own, but it's absinthe, rye whiskey, uh, some sugar, which is, you can get in multiple forms, and then uh, some uh, some bitters. I think because we're whiskey people too, sometimes when I'm out and about or at a vacation spot or whatever, people are like, "So I assume you want." Sometimes I'm like, "It's I want a sea breeze." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good me, point. Don't sometimes. paint me into a corner. <laughs> sometimes pal. I don't want that so, drink. <laughs> so that that's a that's a great point. Um, first time I met um, Russ Kempton, who's who's in our group. Um, we, we got together at a, at a hotel in, uh, in Newark and, um, he was doing a, he was doing a, uh, like a whiskey pairing whiskey, uh, scotch dinner there. And we sat there at the bar and we talked whiskey and we drank beer. So <laughs> that is, that is a really, a really funny thing to, uh, to talk about. Uh, cause we, we do, we do enjoy other things, but yeah, I'll be sitting, I'll be sitting there at a, at a bar at an event and somebody will be like, Hey Aaron, uh, can I get you something? You want some, some Jameson? You want some scotch? You want some, you, you want some scotch? You want some bourbon? Yeah. Did, what do you want? And I'm like, vodka cranberry. Can I <laughs> 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 hold the vodka? <laughs> <laughs> can I get a cranberry juice, please? Uh, Shirley temple, please. Um, 
But no, sometimes, sometimes, as much as as much as we love whiskey, we're into whiskey. This is you know sort of where where the passion is. We we all we also like other we have stuff. other sides. People, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not one dimensional. We're, we're actually people. <laughs> but so get us a Canadian that we like. I want to do. You brought up Tasmanian whiskey too. There's one that that I met somebody online. She reached out, Erin uh, from Old Kempton, which is a uh, or a Tasmanian distillery. And uh, hopefully we have her on the show. And uh, I think actually the distiller too. I think you've reached out to He's him. He's already talked to us. Yep. Awesome. He's going to be on the um, show. But they can't. We can't get their whiskey here yet. Right. We're 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 trying on our end to help. I know they're trying on their end. Um, we're kind of about that life, getting different whiskeys here. Yeah. Maybe we'll mix with it. Maybe we won't. We don't know. We'll see what she tells us or what <laughs> well, he tells and, us. And, and to go back to to mixed drinks, I segue. <laughs> I never segue. I never mix a whiskey before trying it on its own. Uh, yeah. You know, no, absolutely. Yeah, I always try a whiskey on shadow its own. of the doubt. Yeah, exactly. So I'll try. Sometimes a I regret that. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, I might have this. Bobby has watched me try a number of whiskeys for the first time, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to try this, and I just make this god awful face with some of them. Like, okay, that's a mixer, <laughs> and that is one that I'll put in with like ginger ale. I'll try it with a Manhattan or something. But can like, I? Can I, uh, I want to discuss. I want your opinion on something. It's I don't, I don't know what the terminology is. It seems to be kind of a contradiction we hear a lot of people i don't put ice like a ton of ice maybe mm. one ice cube or i definitely put water in my whiskey mm-hmm. um so from time to time but i'm not a big person i'm not big on pouring a glass of whiskey and throwing 10 ice cubes in there nothing against this it's not my thing a lot of people give people heat for that but then you'll make a mixed drink and i'm like where's i need all, all of the ice you own in this glass something about a cold drink sometimes so i, I don't want to call it a mixed drink sometimes i just like a cold whiskey Sure. You know what I mean? Something from there. I'll freeze it. We mm-hmm. had a, what was it? The um, the Johnny Walker. Oh, the jo- the Johnny Walker White, White Walker. White Walker. Yeah. In the freezer. It gets all syrupy and everything mm-hmm. over a couple mm-hmm. of ice cubes. Yeah. It's just yeah. fresh. It's yeah. crisp and cold. And that's all I'm looking for. Right. And, and as soon as we bring Not up. Not a mixed drink. Right. But. but as soon as we bring up Johnny Walker White Walker, immediately in my brain, I just hear people, it's terrible, this, that, and all, all that kind it's of stuff. It's not my favorite whiskey, but it's not. It's not terrible. So that actually is second question from Jessica Flores. Nice. Is ice or no ice? Oh, man. I just said some things and now I'm going <laughs> to. No uh, ice, really. So, no. so there's science behind ice. Here's the, here's the facts, and then I'll tell you my opinion, then we'll go around. Mm-hmm. Ice does change the molecular structure of whiskey, good and bad. Yep. If it's cold enough, it will slowly release the water into the whiskey opening it up but eventually if you don't drink it fast enough or if the ice isn't cold enough and it melts too fast it will water down that whiskey you will cut it below its 40 percent abv and it mm. technically at that point it isn't whiskey anymore sure now you're drinking you know flavored water so you're taking away from a lot of you are you just are taking away from it um cold ice for new drinkers or even seasoned drinkers it just takes away a certain bite it adds a certain flavor at the beginning. When I throw an ice cube in a whiskey and I drink it at first, it's great. I sip a whiskey for a good 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. After 30 minutes with ice in it, it's now watered down, in my opinion. Yeah. So there's science behind that. I'm not a big fan of ice cubes. Maybe one. Maybe one from time to time. If it's a hot whiskey or if it's hot outside, Dana and I, my wife and I will throw a couple ice cubes in. Rarely do I put ice in it. I just think it takes away from the well, point. And I, I'll kind of spin spin off of that. There, you're totally a lot of wrong. times, I, I, first of all, you're wrong. <laughs> um, but you go to a wedding. There's an open bar. They're serving. Is it an open bar? Yeah. Not not a tip bar, jar. That's nothing. Right, that's okay. right. Open bar. That changes um, things. That's true. 
So you go to a wedding, there's an open bar, but they've got some. I just want the cherry. Oh, I <laughs> gave been I digging gave, for like a, like a <laughs> monkey trying to get a dollar bill out of a jaw. Scott's digging in his glass trying to get the cherry out. Yeah, you guys keep recording. I'm just going to be over here. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so, um, so you're at a wedding. It's an open bar, but the whiskey selection is all like bottom shelf type stuff. Uh, with a with a lot of those things, you know, I'll just be like, okay, give me give me give me a, a bourbon on the rocks because I know I I want that bourbon like in taste. a movie when they're like, get me a beer, right? Yeah, yeah get me a beer, and then they bring it. Um, but in a lot of cases like that, I might be in the mood for whiskey, but I don't. I know I'm not going. It, it's a whiskey I've tasted before. You're just drinking it, right? Yes, it's a cold drink. It's alcoholic. That's what you want, right? Boom. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I get that. So I mean, that, there is. I will. I, w- I will always go back to what we say is there's there's no wrong way to drink your whiskey. Well, <laughs> there's no, no matter what Bobby says, there's no wrong uh, way to drink your whiskey. I mean, you're wrong, but and that's why. <laughs> well, that's why when 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 we when we talk about tasting to people, we say taste it neat. Add a couple drops of water into yeah. it. Um, then maybe add ice in it. Wait a minute, and whatever you should way. be you you should be experiment experimenting with water. Yes, definitely because experiment. It with water. does change, and as a matter of fact, some whiskeys are just they just need it. Yeah, good yeah. and bad. Yeah, High top absolutely. shelf stuff needs it. Well, and then and then you know when you just talk about climate, if you're out by the pool in the summer, um, I I told you guys I think last last summer I I was drinking Akintoshin over like one ice cube. Out by yeah. the out by yeah. the pool, it was delightful. Now, by the time I actually got into the pool and had it set next to me, the ice cube has, mel- has melted entirely, and it's only a couple degrees cooler than it is outside. But you know, it's dispersed the water into it a little bit, and it's now. A I was wasted. Bit and I fell into the pool. <laughs> That's right. Ice cube didn't matter at that point. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It was actually the, the whole thing dumped out. I was just drinking the pool water <laughs> and pulling He's a little like bit chlorine. from there. Um, but try try it is is basically sort of the sort of the way there's if you're looking for a vehicle for the whiskey to kind of carry it longer or to change the flavor or make it easier on your palate ice is the way to go yeah, yeah. i mentioned this a couple of weeks ago a few weeks ago on the uh, live podcast we did mm-hmm. from uh, the state theater and uh it's worth repeating in case you couldn't in case it that was a, that was a lot over. of fun that was a great time wasn't it um yes was the if you think of the 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 taste molecules right as lollipops and this was from a from a, an article i read but if you imagine them as being lollipops and the head of the lollipop is where the, the actual flavor is uh, and they're all just kind of floating around in any direction but you put a drop of water in there it actually helps all those flavor uh line up fl- yeah it helps them all line up so that when you drink it you're getting that full uh experience um and that that article we should put that up i still have that saved do you put ice in your whiskey ever? i do I, I i so what i do is when i order uh, especially, especially out, I order a glass of ice on the side, mm, and I try know. to get, and then, um, and then I get my whiskey, and then I'll try to take as small of a chip as I can find and and put drop it in. Yeah, there. that's Neat. cool. Because usually, because if you ask them to put it in the glass, they're gonna fill either fill it up with ice and then pour the uh, the drink in there, or they're gonna put a gigantic ice cube that I don't want. See, I like the big ice cubes because I really. Feel, well, here's why. Back to my method of madness. I want to, if I'm going to use ice, I want it to melt slow. Right. And I feel like those big ice well, cubes. Well, the bigger the ice cube melts slower. Strangely, uh, the smaller yeah. the surface area because you just have this giant one block of ice and you've just got those, yeah. you know, if it's a cube, you've got those right. six sides to it. And that's all that can melt. If you get these ice cubes that are like, you know, a cylinder with a hole in it, that's a ton of surface area. Right. Most of the cube is surface area. So sure. it's melting far more quickly. And it's sure. watering so, down your Yeah, whiskey, yeah. yeah. So, so a, a big ice cube is going to add water more slowly 
and it's not going to chill it as quickly. So, uh, I've, I've Aaron, got... Aaron, do you know what whiskey I would add ice to? What's that? Duncan Taylor, five-star <laughs> blended scotch whiskey. <laughs> Get it today at Costco. I hope that's where you got it from. I... <laughs> no. I'm only worried about Costco suing me. I, know. I don't think Duncan Taylor has the money. <laughs> They have five stars to sell, man. <laughs> they did give themselves five stars. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, th- I think at the end of the day, the answer to the ice or no ice question is sometimes yes, sometimes no. Yeah, the big ice cube is what I was going to make a comment on because that, that makes sense. The bigger ice cube melts uh, slower. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, the only thing I don't like is I feel like it makes me drink it faster. Before it gets watered down. That's another reason, yeah, because it's a watered down, it's a drink, but right, it becomes sure. a crisp, easy to drink drink. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so I guess it depends on what the situation is. If I if I usually I want to sit down and just enjoy it for a period of time, then I don't won't put that big of an ice chip in there because it's going to melt, Dana, get watered down. Dana, ice cube, no ice cube, no she ice cube. Thumbs down, <laughs> thumbs down. That was no, a gladiator. She didn't even think about. It. Yeah, <laughs> she is all about she straight. Shall decide meat. his fate. If it's not neat, I send it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, that 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 does it. So thank you to Jessica Flores for uh, two great questions, and uh, we made a whole show about her. That's right. That's right. That's awesome. Yeah. So Welcome. that's why that's why it's important for you guys to get involved and, and send us your questions. You can do so on all of our social media platforms. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at at Cash Chasers, and uh, you can also send us an email at uh, podcast at cashchasers.org. We'll be happy to answer your questions on the show. Give you a shout out. Yeah, we would. Yeah, we would. So. Love you. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of the Cash Chasers Podcast. And be sure to tune in next week where we keep the conversation going with another listener-supported question. And uh, uh, what's your go-to whiskey? When you're out and about and you go into a restaurant, we want to know what your go-to whiskey is. We'll tell you ours. So be sure to check out next week's episode of the Cash Chasers Podcast. And remember, it's not about finding the perfect dram. It's all in the chase. <laughs> <laughs>